This is Joe Burns. And Beth West. Hey, thank you for listening to the Rock School Radio Podcast. We think you'll learn something. Now remember, if you want to hear the show with all the music in place, go to kslu.org and stream the show live Thursdays at 5 and Sundays at 4. It's a new show every week. Now enjoy this week's Rock School Radio Show. Portions of the day's programming are reproduced by means of electrical transcriptions or tape recordings. Time for School, Rock School, with your hosts, Dr. Joe Burns. And uh, a quick question for you, uh, Beth West. What the hell are you talking uh, about? And Beth West. They replant the trees in the same space, and then they, we put them in the wetlands to save the wetlands. So you know what? That makes me better than you. Class is in. Merry Christmas from the people of Rock School. It's Christmas. And, Merry Christmas. Oh, is it Merry Christmas or is it happy to hear you take the bells? You're in charge of the bells. Oh, don't make me into. I'll ring the bells. Well, you ring the, whole the bells, time. bells all the time. My name is Joe Burns. Who are you? I'm Beth West. Now, is it Merry Christmas or is it Happy Christmas? Depends on if you're British or not. I was going to say, are you European or are you not? The British say Happy Christmas. Uh, They also wear paper crowns. We do that too. Do you at your house? You wear paper crowns. Yes, we get the. I buy the crackers. The um, they're the the, poppers. Yeah, the poppers, and they have the paper crowns in them. Because I always thought that was so cool. Are we gonna Are we gonna make it to Christmas this year? I don't know. The Mayans, you know, my my kids are Mayan. We are. Yeah, we're recording this beforehand. Yeah, we're recording this about a week before it's going to air, which means it's not quite the twenty first of December yet. And the Mayans say it. Actually, the Mayans don't say that. No, they don't. Of, Of all the people to say you're not going to die. The people who made the calendar say you're not going to die. Do you know why they, people think we're going to die? I don't, Do you know actually. Why? Do you know I why? don't. Huh? 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 Well, I here would it like is. to know. Supposedly, it's going to happen on the winter solstice, okay. which, which I have no idea what that means. There is a couple things that are going to happen. The sun is going to be in perfect alignment with the uh, Milky Way, not the candy bar. Nobody died from nougat, but <laughs> something's going to be there. Well, there's going to be there a giant, diabetes. <laughs> that's true. There's going to be a giant solar flare. Okay. And a planet that no one sure exists called Nebulosus, I think, X. X means 10, I guess. And a giant uh, uh, meteor shower is going to occur. So all these things are going to whack happen at the same time. That's what's going to destroy us. And the Mayans said this. They knew this. Yeah, all the way back. So, happy Christmas, everybody! Yay! Whether you hear this show or not, because when this show airs, uh, you're dead. So, if, so if, you're, if you're hearing this, the Mayans were correct, and all the people on the Discovery Channel... Merry were, yeah, Christmas! Merry ever. Christmas! Merry so, Christmas! Well, we do a Christmas show every year. What are we doing this time around? We've never actually, on the Rock School show, featured just one single album. So, you know, you know, have you ever done this just for Christmas, popped on an album, leaned back, you know, spiked eggnog? Um, every Christmas I make a new Christmas mix and give it to people. Oh, which is what you just handed to me. No, that's nice. my best of 2012 mix. Oh, I make so two I, mixes at the end of every year. I still year. have a Christmas mix coming towards yes. me? Yes, yes, you see, do. Now i got to make one for you. <laughs> 
<laughs> what we're going to do is on today's show introduce you to an album that if you haven't listened to it in a while, you need to revisit it. If you haven't heard it, you need to. It's called A Christmas Gift for You from Phil Spector. Now, I know Phil Spector, crazy guy in jail for murder. I get it. But what he did with this album is unbelievable. We're going to tell you the background of the album, play music, hopefully play the whole album for you, play music from the album, tell you the background of the album, who's on it. There's names you're not going to believe that are actually on the album, part of the Wrecking Crew. We'll explain to you why it's so wonderful, the emphasis it happened, and have some good times during the entire album because Beth brought cookies. I did. Right. Not that, Homemade cookies. Not that you care about the cookies out there, but <laughs> we'll start with the crystals. I know you know the crystals. To do run, 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 to do run, run. But this is the one that kicks off the album. Santa Claus, he's coming to town. Hey, happy Christmas. Happy Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Shake the bells, oh, will yes. you? Yes. I was afraid I would shake them too much, and coming. now I'm going to shake them not enough. <laughs> Give the impression we know what we're doing. Santa Claus is coming to town right here in Roxville. Jimmy, I just came back from a lovely trip along the Milky Way. I stopped up at the North Pole to spend a holiday. I called on old dear Santa Claus to see what I could see. He took me to his workshop and told his plans to me. Now Santa is a busy man. He has no time to play. He's got millions of stockings to fill on Christmas Day. You better write your letter now and mail it right away because he's getting ready, his reindeers and his sleigh. You better watch out. is one of the greatest, if not the greatest, Christmas albums put out ever. It's called A Christmas Gift for You from Phil Spector right here in Rockville. Do you know the album? I don't. I've never heard of it. But now oh, that you say, I know. I'm so excited to oh, you'll hear love it. it. What year is this? 1963. And, oh, and six, yeah, that sounds about right. 1963. Here's the thing. You know how you can remember exactly when this thing was released? You know, albums have release dates set right. up long in advance. See if the date sparks a trigger yeah. in your mind. It was released on the 22nd of November, 1963. Ooh, anybody? Yeah. Anybody? Yeah, anybody? The, the what JFK is it? assassination. Right. It comes out on the day of the assassination wow. of one of our most popular presidents. So you can see why it wasn't a massive hit at right, the time. Right, it kind of slipped under the radar. Right. And on top of that, you know, the president's just been assassinated. Nobody is saying to themselves... Gosh, I want to put on some Christmas yeah, music some really at this upbeat. point. Sure. Santa Claus yeah. is coming to town. The original that came out was called A Christmas Gift for You from Philly's Records. Okay. It wasn't called from Phil Spector, it was from Philly's Records. And if you can find one that says that, the one that says from Phil Spector, it was put out again and again and again, lots and lots of copies. But if you can find one of the originals that says from Philly's Records, much money. Uh, as a matter of fact, I found them selling online from $400 to $500 if in excellent condition. Wow. So it did okay when it first came out. It went to number 13 on the chart. So fairly decent success. I also told you that the people who are playing on it, you would find interesting. 
most of them, the backup band is called the Wrecking Crew, and I'll tell you in a little bit why it's called the Wrecking Crew. Interestingly enough, the drummer, the whole way through it, the percussion person, Hal Blaine plays drums on there, but the percussion person, ready for this? I'm ready. Sonny Bono. Really? Really, really, really. I know we all want to think Sonny Bono's an idiot because of the Sonny and Cher thing. Yeah. No, he was the mastermind behind it all. Well, he you did make it Cher to the in. Senate, right? He could have been. Yeah. I mean, the, not that that not that the Senate is right. not full of idiots, right. but... No, Sonny Bono was actually a, a very good musician and was part of the original Wrecking Crew when they put this whole thing wow. out. So, yeah. Let's go to the next one. Uh, the people called the Ronettes. My guess is you've heard of them. Definitely. Frosty the Snowman right here in the next book. We're talking about Phil Spector's Wall of Sound album, A Christmas Gift for You, as our Christmas show. And uh, a quick question for you, uh, Beth West. What the hell are you talking about? Uh, <laughs> I don't, I'm not following at all. Uh, tell me, tell the audience what you said. Okay, I, like, asked, I said I could divide people into two groups if they sing Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer and they yeah. end it in the... Um, he'll go down in his story, that part. Right. And then you say, like, and right. some people say Columbus. And some people say George Washington. I have never in my life heard a human being say, like, like George Washington. I have definitely heard well, George Washington. it doesn't Washington. fit rhythmically. It doesn't, it doesn't fit rhythmically like Columbus, at all. <laughs> like George Washington. It's got one too many syllables it in does. it. It does. I'm not I'm not disagreeing with you at all. But Are you sure I, there wasn't some spiked eggnog involved in this? I'm sure there is lots of spiked eggnog involved Which, in this. Like George Washington Carver. I mean, like the peanut guy. <laughs> Are you positive? George Washington. I've it's, never heard I've that. I've definitely heard it. Everybody, show of hands out in the audience. Yeah, everybody. George Washington. Vote. Anybody? I think the Mayans are right. We're all going We're down all going hard. Down. This thing showed up. This album showed up on Philly's records. And when people hear Philly's records, they all immediately think that this thing was recorded in Philadelphia. El Rongo. It was recorded at Gold Star Studios. Gold Star Studios? Anybody? Anybody? You know where nope. Gold Star Studios? Anybody? At nope. Los Angeles. Uh, well, okay. You, yeah. You <laughs> can't get any farther away from Philadelphia without so falling into the water. So why was it called that? Well, Philly's Records was begun by Phil Spector and Lester Still. Take Phil okay. and Lester and put them together. Phil Lester, Philly's Philly's Records. Yeah, that's that's okay. where it came from. So, not that that's the greatest piece of trivia in the world, but that's that's where it actually Clears came it from. Up. Yeah, <laughs> not <laughs> not wonderfully. You want another really stupid piece of stupid yeah, piece I of information? I always want another stupid piece of information. Gold Star Studios, right in Los Angeles. We right. know now. You would think Gold Star Studios would simply be Gold Star Studios, right? Because well, you know, yeah. I want to go there and make something gold, gold yeah. right? And I'm going to be a star. Sure. Wrong. Gold Star Studios was founded by David S. Gold and Stanley Ross. Thus, well, David S. Gold. Okay, yeah, the that gold. part. Stan, S-T-A, Ross. So gold is from uh, Dave Gold, and star is from S-T-A and Stan, and, and the R and Ross. That's reaching. 
It's not reaching. That's where it came from. There's no reach to it. That's where it came from. I thought from. you were going to say it was like in one of those factories where they made the little gold star stickers. Wouldn't that be cute? Repurposed. That's right. So if It'd you went precious. to the bathroom on your own, they stuck they one stuck, right in the yeah, middle. They... Yeah. Okay. Like George Washington, here come the crystals <laughs> and Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. I've never heard like anyone Monopoly. say. Shake the thing. Shake the thing, will you? There you go. Oh, look. It's Rudolph. You know what I didn't tell you about Gold Star Studio? What's that? It's gone. It is. Burnt to the ground in 1984. There's a strip mall currently standing. It's an original location. That's just sad. It is sad because I won't tell you about it now, but it had some echo chambers in it that nobody could e- equivocate. Oh, really? It was. It was. Well, then that's doubly sad. It is because an echo chamber. Now we do it digitally, mm-hmm. but it used to be when you made an echo chamber, you built a space, a room that you would walk into. This room has got carpet all over it, so right. it doesn't echo. How but big would, does a room have to be? Oh, probably 40 you know, by 40. Really? Right, and you'd make it imagine, so sound yeah, would bounce so around. That, yeah. yeah, and their echo chambers were just, it was a thing. You you went to there, so it would sound like that. There's There's recording studios in New Orleans that... Sound like New Orleans. People would come to New Orleans. Right. You know, like the Cosmo, the, right. Mm-hmm. Cosmo Matassa's J&M studio. Sounded like yeah. New Orleans. You would, <laughs> I want to come It sounds there. like fun and mold. And <laughs> exactly. Stick a guy in the corner. I, I, we're not going to play it now, but the hit, the, the major off of this album is by Darlene Love's Christmas Baby, Please Come Home, but... We'll play it later. But I do want to play a, uh, a song by Darlene Love right now. By the way, she went into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in 2010. Do you know the Lethal Weapon movies? Yes. Who do doesn't? You, do you I'm know getting the... too old for this stuff. That's right. <laughs> the woman who played Danny Glover's wife in that movie? Darlene Love. Wow. Yes. I have to go back and check that out now. That's her. I never put that together. We need a short one to get us to the first break. How about Marshmallow World? This is coming from, it's pretty, it is. It this is. is from the Christmas gift for you from Phil Spector album, which we're featuring all Rock School show long, right here on, let's just say it again, Rock School. <laughs> First break here on Rock School. We'll take a little break from the Phil Spector LP. 10% of the retail market, 10% of all things purchased okay. in the U.S. are gifts. Just 10%? Are gifts. 10%. I thought it, I thought, I thought I thought it was be high. higher. Oh, did you? See, I thought that was something else. 10%. Well, I suppose it's because I'm such a giving person. Is that true? <laughs> well, you did. You did. I was going to say, well, what the hell have you given me today? But there's cookies right yeah. over there. Yeah, and, and you gave me like 10 to bring home. There's six left. Uh, 84% of all gifts given are not what the person wanted. Oh. Do you Do you do that? I mean, when you get gifts, are most of them what you wanted 
No. No, they're not. See? Not really. 84%. By the way, neckties are the most unwanted gift, which is really weird because yes. I like neckties. The problem is nobody gets me what I want. Right. So, well, the, they get you a necktie, but not the necktie that right. you want. Right. I like silk neckties. And for some reason, right. because of my personality, people always buy me these nylon things <laughs> that have like the beetles on them or they have. So you're saying people just like peg you as a guy who wants the bottom dollar tie. Right, I, and I don't want and that. And in real life, you're classy. Right, I would like a Brooks Brothers necktie, but nice. that's not what I get. Of the 84% unwanted gifts, 2% ask the giver to return them. Who has that kind of guts? Would you ever do that? No. No, I wouldn't either. 11% return it themselves. I always throw right. the gift receipt in there. Yeah, I, I yeah, like that now gifts receipts yeah. are given. 11% throw them away. See, that's even more of a jerk me to me than asking the giver to guess, return them. Why yeah. throw them away? At least give it to a charity or something well, like that. Yeah. Fifteen uh, percent of them regift. I've regifted. Have you ever regifted? Well, yeah. Yeah, I don't know why it's you would. It's good. It's um, good for the environment to regift. I would. Don't throw it away. Just pass it on. Eighteen percent donate to charity. That makes sense. That's I nice. would do that. Yeah. But still, of all of those asked to get this eighty-four uh, percent unwanted receiving gifts and all of that, fifty-eight percent of those people that say they give they don't want, still say they don't want to be asked what they want despite the bad gifts. They would rather they would have... They would rather have they, bad gifts. Right. Well, they'd rather have the joy of opening a gift that they don't know, know what's what inside is. of it. See, I've been married. Um, How long have you been married? I, um... <laughs> How long? Come on, you can't remember how long you've been married? No, it's okay. We, Mary, Merry knows. Christmas, Beth's husband. How long you've been married? Neither of us can remember very well. Almost, almost seven years. And we've seven been, years. We've been together for almost seventeen years. Okay. See, I've been married for twenty-four years. Yeah. See, we don't even wrap our presents anymore. She just waltzes up to me and says, "What do you want? I want a laptop. Go buy it." <laughs> that's that's we gift giving. We still wrap the presents, do but you? for a lot of stuff, we just say, "Don't get me anything for that." Like for our anniversaries, we yeah. always just say, "Don't don't get any. We'll just go out to dinner and then we'll buy something together." Okay, so that's nice. Yeah. We still we still get a uh, an ornament for the tree. Because we were born in September. Born. Duh. We were married in September. Okay. So an ornament for the tree. Yeah, that's cute. Right. And most of them we don't put on the tree anymore because we used to we used to always buy crystal ornaments. Now we have children who are programmed break break that. That's exactly it. So that's the whole thing. In case you're wondering, one hundred and fifty five million dollars we spent this year on gift cards. Hello, Radio Universidad in Salamanca, Spain. Thanks for running the radio show. Hello, KSCL in Shreveport, Louisiana, and all my little friends up there. That's right. And get us on Facebook if you haven't already. Beth's picture is up there. You can go see what she looks like. And of course, you can see what I look like, too, but let's be honest. <laughs> go look at Beth. Uh, <laughs> back in a minute here on Rock School. I need one to get us to the bottom of the hour as we're celebrating Christmas here, looking at a Christmas gift for you, the album from Phil Spector. Have you ever heard of Bob B. Socks? Spell that S-O-X-X and the blue jeans. Two X's? Two X's. Bob B. Socks and the blue jeans. What do you mean? Two X's. <laughs> you know the one, you know the guy with one X? <laughs> well, like the, the baseball teams have one X, but yeah. I don't know. One X seems pretty reasonable, but no. two. 
don't know. Bobby Sox was a guy in the 1960s that Phil Spector was trying to make a, a hit, and I've never heard of him past this album. The uh, the Blue Jeans were Darlene Love and Fanita James, who were both part of the Blossoms at the time, who then went on to have their own careers. But I've I've not heard of Bob B. Sox no. past this. Uh, nah. But the stuff he has on here is pretty good. This pretty is good. yeah, it's Bobby Sox. Here comes Santa Claus right here on Rockstar. Here comes Santa Claus. Here comes Santa Claus. Bottom of the hour here on Rock School. Happy Christmas. Merry Christmas, whether you consider yourself European or not. And people do consider themselves European in this area because of New Orleans. French. Yeah, we're a little, we're not quite as American as most Americans. Yeah, let's remember, I'm from Cleveland. We're as American (laughs) as it gets. Do you have a live tree or a fake tree? Do you have a tree at all? Live tree, always a live tree. What? Oh, no, we're fake all the way around. <gasps> uh, we, we bought a fake tree in Germany. Be PK, pre-kid. My wife and I used to travel all over the uh-huh. world. We, uh-huh. we had disposable cash. Now we have two children yes. who believe we are ATMs. They just walk right and up and take my worse, wallet. I'm, oh, sure. I'm positive of it. But, no, we have a fake tree. How many years do you think it takes for a Christmas tree to mature in order to be cut and sold to people like you, tree killer. Hey, we put those in the marshlands to save <laughs> the wetlands true. afterwards. That's true. You're still killing trees. <laughs> but, right. I'm going to say three years. How about seven to ten? Seven to ten. That's right, tree killer. So not that, not that, not that, that makes me feel any different about no, you. They, they replant the trees and then the That's trees true. that they replant the trees in the same space and then th- we put them in the wetlands to save the wetlands. So you know what? That makes me better than you. <laughs> it does. It does. <laughs> if I'm not mistaken, if you can get all the tinsel and everything off of it, don't they also feed them to the elephants at Audubon? I am not sure about I'm, that. I'm at almost all. positive. If it's just a straightforward tree, you can feed them to some of the animals. So then all Audubon. the elephant jobbings smell like car Pine fresheners. <laughs> That's right, <laughs> Daddy. It's Christmas at Audubon Zoo. Yes, it is, dear. Let's do seven days and seventy seconds before I curse on the air. These dates: uh, December seventeenth, all the way through December twenty-third. Uh, two days after we die, I believe Beth has uh, the first of the week. Go, Beth. December 17th, 1997, then-President Clinton signs the No Economic Theft Act, removing any protection from individuals who download copyrighted material from the Internet, yet claim immunity by stating that they have made no financial gain from doing so. Yeah, that would stop people who just simply grab songs off the yeah, Internet and say, well, I didn't was, buy it, I'm not selling wasn't it. Wasn't that pre-Napster, though? It or? certainly was, because people were doing it. Yeah, but... They still do it. <laughs> of course they do. December 18, 2001, Tommy Lee wins a court battle with ex-wife Pamela Lee and is granted visitation with his kids. Pam wanted to have full custody and lock Tommy out completely from their lives. December 19, 1974, Ron Wood officially joins the Rolling Stones. Completes the one from last week. It does. One Wednesday, the other one quit. That's that's what we do here. Yeah. We full circle. Full circle. Little little pink bow. (laughs) December twentieth, nineteen seventy-five. Joe Walsh officially joins the Eagles, replacing Bernie Leadon, who leaves for a solo career. That went well. Considering I've never heard of him. Yeah. December 21st, 1993, Shaquille O'Neal's single, I Know I Got Skills, is certified gold by the RIAA. Yes, it was. (laughs) Once again, a sign of the apocalypse, ladies and gentlemen. 
Uh, December 22nd, 1978, Kenny Jones officially becomes the drummer for The Who, replacing Keith Moon. And on December 23rd, 1969, Elton John and Bernie Taupin begin writing songs together. It was on that day they penned their first song. Okay, we got to play a tune, so let's go into one you've probably heard from the album. This one actually gets airplay today. This is The Ronettes, once again, to do Run, Run, Run. This is Sleigh Ride. Definitely heard that one. Rock School. Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry Christmas. All of a sudden, I grew a mullet. Uh, we are ta- We didn't do our names yet. Uh, I'm Joe Burns. I'm Beth West. Yeah, we normally do that at the bottom of the hour. Uh, we're talking about a Christmas gift for you from Phil Spector. Uh, we're dealing with just that album all this hour long. We're going to play one more from The Crystals, which will wrap up all the songs by The Crystals on the album. You know The Crystals, yes? Yes. He's a rebel, to do run run, right, then he right, kissed yes. me. Do you know the song by them called He Hit Me, It Felt Like a Kiss? I know it because Grizzly Bear did a cover of it. And I know Grizzly Bear's version and then realized... Went back. Right. Uh, Carol King wrote it, and it, it got a lot of people upset at the time. You yes. know, you, look, you're a girl group. What are you doing yeah. doing social commentary and all that? However, some people know that one, like you do. Have you ever heard the song, Let's Dance the Screw? Have you ever heard it? <laughs> I'm a 12-year-old boy. That's the, that's the name of the <laughs> it's song. It's making me giggle. I have right. not heard it, no. Well, there's always this little fight over what song is most expensive, what song is most collectible, what song is this, what song is that. Okay. Many people believe the Crystals song, Let's Dance the Screw, is the most collectible, Is could be the most expensive, most rare song ever. Why? Supposedly only six of these things are known to be in existence. Really? According to legend, Phil Spector had the Crystals create this song, Let's Dance the Screw, to create and annoy Lester, his business partner. He only printed six of them. Now, the tapes got out, and it's like there's a couple songs that the Rolling Stones did that were pretty nasty to fulfill a contract, but the, the, the audio got out. Same thing here. But the actual vinyl... The actual thing, according to legend, only six of these puppies are in existence and are priceless. Do you think there is an actual dance? (laughs) To that? I don't know, but you can probably guess what they're... Yeah, you can probably guess (laughs) what they're talking about. Ring the bells. I don't know. So what what is the most rare album ever? Could be that. And he could have created it just for that. Just out of spite. This one, however, you can just go pick off your record shelf or download. Parade of the Wooden Soldiers, it's the Crystals, which doesn't quite have a dance to it, much like this one would. Here they are on Rock School. The toy shop door is locked up tight, and everything is quiet for All right, second break here on Rock School. Here's a bit of trivia fact and trivia and stuff and fact and stuff for your uh, Christmas uh, time. You bought your presents yet? Most of them. Most of them? How many yeah. presents you get in your hubby this year? 
Oh, just three. Three? Or we three? don't spend a lot. What, what's a lot? How much do you spend? I I only spend about a hundred bucks. Seriously. Oh, is that it? Yeah. Hey, I'm poor. The average person's <laughs> going to spend six hundred and eighty-eight dollars this year. Oh, you mean total? Total, total, total. Oh, I just thought you just spent for him. I spent like a hundred bucks on him. Probably that's probably. Close. All right. I'm actually making a lot of gifts this year because yeah. Oh, are you that person? Well, are you I'm that pot person. Holders no, I'm making such? quilts. Trivets. Oh, well, that's good. Because <laughs> I, you know, I can't make quilts. If you were to purchase every one of the gifts in the 12 days of Christmas for your true love, twenty-three thousand four hundred and thirty-nine dollars and thirty-eight cents. That's it. That's it. Next yeah. year. Yeah, probably. Next year. The current bestsellers at Amazon.com in the toy category. Uh-huh. Uh, cards Against Humanity. Ooh, it's a nasty card game. Have you played we it? We have Cards Against That's Humanity. Wicked. It is. You have to you have to pick the people you play it with. Very, I know. Very, you just yeah. don't sit somebody down and go, let's play this. I played it with my mom and my 17-year-old Ooh. cousin. Were they okay with it? <laughs> yeah, I have a very strange family. <laughs> Spot It. Spot It's another one. It's a game where you play matching I don't know thing. what that is. Perplexus Maze Game. It's a ball with a maze inside of it, and you send a little silver ball through it. Hmm. Uh, toys for Toy Friends Forever bracelet making game. My daughter would lose her mind over that. <laughs> Elf on a Shelf. Yeah, those yeah. are back. I know. I have two of them. I have two kids, thus two elves. Two elves and to my, watch over them. Oh God, my world is finding new places for these elves. <laughs> uh, what else are they? The Saima helicopter, Rory story cubes, and something called headbands game. Do you remember when you were a kid, you'd take a playing card or a piece of paper and stick it to your head? Yes. And everyone would ask questions. Yes. And that, that cost how much? Uh, nothing. Nothing. Absolutely right. nothing. Now there's a game. For twenty two dollars, with a headband and that kind of stuff. Yeah, it's interesting though that the Cards Against Humanity is the top selling one because you can get that for free. Can you? You just go to yeah. If you Where? Google on it's it's legitimately free on the internet. You can just go to Cards Against Humanity their web page and print it out yourself. Can of course, you? I mean then you spend money on ink and you spend money on cardstock. But yeah, if you just instantly want Ooh. the game, you can just download it. And then you sit there and you cut out the cards for the next two hours. But uh, it's really, I mean, yeah. I'm an American. I'm going to buy it. <laughs> Hello there, KLSU. Thanks for running the radio show. <laughs> hey there, WBSD in Burlington, Wisconsin. I like the way you said that W. That's a w. punch to it. That's yeah. right. Back in a minute with more Christmas music. In fact, the one you know from the album, Darlene Love gets to sing it. Back in a minute on Rock School. <laughs> Coming out of the break, this is the one I told you was the hit from the album. It's Darlene Love, A Christmas, Baby, Please Come Home. Every year, she does a big Christmas show in New York City, and I guarantee it's from this. Oh, I'm sorry. It's because of this uh, this song. You've heard it. It gets played every year. And on the last episode of uh, Late Night with David Letterman, uh, Before Christmas Every Year, she comes on and sings it. Really? Yeah, she's in New York City anyway doing yeah, a show. Yeah. So hop, skip, and a jump over to the Ed Sullivan Theater. Set up a mic and go. You know it. It sounds like this. Christmas, baby, please come home. Darlene Love, right here on Rock School. This is the Christmas show here on Rock School, and we're talking about Phil Spector album, a Christmas gift for you from Phil Spector. Now, it was on Philly's Records 
when it first came out, and I told you where Phillies came from earlier on. It was re-released in 1972. Now, a lot of people probably know it from the Phillies cover. I don't know if you've seen it or not, but it's got Phil Spector standing on top with all of the artists standing behind large gift-wrapped boxes. Oh, that uh, seems familiar. You know that? Yeah. That, that, there's another version of it that was released on Apple Records. If you remember in the 1970s, early 1970s, uh, Phil Spector aligned himself with the Beatles. Right, right. And he was the guy who put out Let It Be, and uh, a lot of people don't like it. They, <laughs> they re-released, they, the Beatles re-released it stripped, mm-hmm. and you got to hear it just the way it is. And in fact, I like a lot of the, the stripped versions right, yeah, of, of it better. So. But it was re-released in 1972 with different cover art. It was just a photograph of Spectre dressed up as a heavily bearded Santa Claus with a big belly on him. That sounds a little frightening. It, it I guess is. considering the most recent events. Right. Yeah, which I was, I'm trying to sort of avoid because yeah. <laughs> if, you, if you think about Spectre in that way... You can't enjoy any of his, yeah, any of his so music. True. I mean, yeah. he, he killed a woman. There's there's really there no two that. ways about it. Right. He was he liked gunplay. Even when he was with the Beatles, John Lennon tells the story of him having weapons in the studio. This doesn't exactly help you out trying to be no. creative. You know, play it correctly. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, the the big thing is he's wearing a button that says "Back to Mono." Because stereo was out at that time. Right, and Phil yeah. Spector was a, a fan of the Wall of Sound. And Wall of Sound was created, A, because he could, and B, because it, it did so well in mono. They mm-hmm. had those AM speakers in the cars. And all that lush, beautiful sound came well through the AM speakers. So if you're looking for the album and you find it with that back to mono... It's also worth a little bit. It went to number six on Billboard's Christmas album charts in December of that year, which was the highest ranking it got. When it came out first in 63, it did go to 13 after a very slow start, after we said, obviously, it came out on the day of the assassination of President John F. Kennedy. When it was reissued in 72 on the Beatles' Apple's record, it it did okay, went to number six. So either one is going to get you a little bit of cash. If you can find the original from 63 on Philly's record, it's going to get you a lot of cash. But the one with the back-to-mono button, not bad. But keep an eye out at your next garage sale. Mm -hmm. I saw Mommy kissing Santa Claus. This is the Ronettes and the woman who would become the wife of Phil Spector for Great. a while. Ronnie yeah, Spector, as in Spector, Spector, Spector. It sounds like this on Rock School. I saw mommy kissing Santa Claus underneath Okay, last break here on Rock School, and we've played just about everything on the album. The only one we're really not going to play that some people might know is it's Silent Night. It's Phil Spector and the Artists. I know you don't know the album, but I, you're probably going to go download it. You can get yeah, it fairly probably, easily. Yeah. And yeah. I'll give you a copy of it to listen to. I won't give it to you. Give it to you because that's illegal. That is illegal. And you'll have to give it back to me. Yes. We're saying that all rights reserved for these records. Legally. Right. And pay for own. it. We're saying that because we're saying that. But take a listen to Silent Night at the end. It's Phil Spector doing a voiceover. Hi, I'm Phil Spector, and 
we're happy to create this record for you. And that the, sounds perfectly awful. It, it is. It's creepily awful. Yeah. <laughs> Here's some more information for you. Do you give your postman or postwoman a gift? Do you give them something? We did when I was little. We you don't do it now? Baked goods. You don't do it now? You don't give them anything? I should. I'm a bad, obviously a bad person. See, we do. So you're better than me as a tree person. Yeah, you are. I, on the other hand, am far better than you. We do because we we give all of our um, Christmas cards to him directly. Okay. We walk out with a huge stack, and as we give him the stack, here you go. And you give them baked, good, baked goods. Baked goods. Yeah, brownies, that they kind of stuff. They can't accept certain things. I have no idea whether they can or not. It says here 1.5 billion cards are sent this holiday season, which is down 400 million since 2004. Yeah. Well, people are sending out you know, digital cards. And people are lazy. <laughs> yeah, probably right. Yeah. Stamps are expensive. They really are. 48 cents now, I think. Yeah. Something like that. It's an investment. Santa was insured last year by Lloyd's of London. Policy covers Santa until the 25th of December in the event of an accident or illness in the run-up to and during his worldwide travels to deliver presents to good children. Well, that's sweet of them. It is. I I wonder who bought the policy and if Santa is blown out of the sky, who collects? That's my question. Well, Mrs. Claus, I think, would collect we'd have to go to the north pole and find her that's the thing so (laughs) here's a very special check so i think that's going to wrap it up we will we will say goodbye and be back next week with those that we have lost in 2012 i was gonna jingle the bells but now that's so sad no no jingle the bells okay i'll jingle the bells we will finish with Darlene Love, the only one we haven't played from her. This is White Christmas to wrap it up. If you haven't gotten it already, go get it. To borrow it from somebody, download it legally. A Christmas gift for you from uh, Phil Spector. It is a fantastic and I think one of the best rock Christmas albums ever. For the love of goodness gracious, do not get the Twisted Sister rock album as much as it falls out to you. Don't do it. I'm Joe Burns. I'm Beth West. Classes dismissed. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas.